Hi, welcome to On The Daily, a podcast about finding the acoustic you. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary. I am a serial optimist and a champion of people who has long been on a search to truly see people and help you peel back all of your layers and become the most acoustic, authentic, and best version of yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. You know those guests on podcasts that you just know are going to be a fiery, epic episode? Today is one of those days because today we get to hear from the Debbie Neal. Now, I'm going to bet that a lot of you who listen to this podcast have heard and love Debbie Neal. For those of you who have not, she is a network marketing professional. She's in the top 1% of her global business. She is a podcast host of the podcast Level Up with Debbie Neal that has over 100,000 downloads globally. She is a global speaker and motivator. She is a mom. She is a follower of Christ, and she is just a powerhouse woman. Everything that comes out of this woman's mouth, I truly just soak in, and it stays in my heart forever. She has a heart of gold. She has a grit and a work ethic, unlike most people, and that, frankly, is why she is where she is. Um, She's one of those people that quitting is just not an option for her, no matter what it looks like, no matter how, quote, hard, end quote, you know, people might think it is. And I got the pleasure to interview her, and this interview is amazing. And it's going to light you on fire. It's going to make you think. It's going to, you know, make you just love what you do a little bit more or be ready to find something that you love to do a little bit more. So I hope that you take notes. I hope that you share it with somebody who also will get something out of it. We talk about everything in this episode and I don't even want to hold it from you anymore. If you are just joining this podcast, welcome. This is On The Daily where we bring you episodes every single week, two a week, one on Tuesday that's usually an interview, one on Friday that's a solo episode with me. And the whole point is to help you feel like you're not alone and maybe peel back some of your layers so that we can all work towards that higher, highest, most authentic version of ourselves. So welcome if you are just joining us. If you are back, thank you so much for your continued support. We can't do this without you. We can't do it without you sharing it. We can't do it without you leaving reviews and giving us five-star ratings and all the things. So thank you. Let's do this. This episode is brought to you by the Upstarter Pods Network. Obviously, it takes a village to create a podcast. And if you have a podcast or if you are looking to start a podcast, maybe you just need some coaching and some advice, go check them out. Email chase at upstarterpods.com or you can slide into their DMs at upstarterpods on Instagram. Get your questions answered. Let them know I sent you. I feel like we have a celebrity on today's podcast, Debbie Neal. How are you? Hi. I'm amazing. How are you? It's so good to see you. I know everyone's like listening to this and like I can see your face right now. So it's so good to see your face. I'm good. I'm, you know, one of those busy days, but busy days are good days. So I start every episode on the daily with a clearing. So from both people, it's just a space like if there's anything you need to clear that would like maybe, I don't know, prevent you from being present or anything that's on your mind. It's really just a way to get both of us to be really centered and present in this moment. If you want, I can go first to kind of show you what I mean. Okay, go ahead. I am going to clear... I had like a conversation this morning at 6 a.m. Okay, so I'm a person who 
I have to start my day off in a positive way. I have to be able to like be with myself first. And when I don't get to do that, it'll throw me off. And I had a conversation this morning with somebody very early, earlier than I wanted to be having conversations like this particular conversation. And it shook me for a couple hours and I'm finally now starting to come out of it. And I'm just very grateful to be in this space with you because it's a shift of energy that I need. You know what I mean? When I say like, I have to start my morning in a certain way, I know you know what I mean. A thousand percent how we start our day is our day and it's the energy Mm -hmm. throughout our day. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about a clearing, I feel like I'm a church right now. Okay. So I'm just going to mention one thing, but actually it's funny because it was on my mind and was on my heart. And right before I came on with you, I literally just put on like a five minute meditation to get me fully centered and present. So something that I'd like to put out there just for clearing, I think, and this could be a whole debate within itself, but we're kind of living in a world now with a divide right? A little bit Mm -hmm. of of division being created. And so I had a conversation with my dad and and we don't see eye to eye on some things, but yet I love Mm -hmm. him so much. Um, And Mm -hmm. at the same time, you could love somebody so much and you actually want to put their hands around their neck. So (laughs) that would be an amazing clearing because I just think we don't all have to think the same thing about certain things and we can still all love one another and respect and honor that space that somebody else is in. Yeah. So kind of just that the need to be right and the need to be heard and the need to to kind of put judgment and opinions on other people. It, it's it's just creating this division that I would, it's, it's like the top of my prayer list to just mm-hmm. get rid of. So that'd be a great clearing for me. Yeah. It, that's a great clearing. And I feel like I... I I feel the same way. I That's kind of how I live my life in general. I'm like, I can disagree with you on certain things and still love, you know, love you to your core. I feel like that is so rare these days, which is crazy to me because that's not how I grew up. I grew up being able to have conversations with people that, you know, didn't see necessarily eye to eye with me on everything. And honestly, it made me a stronger human because you get to see different perspectives. If you're just talking into an echo chamber all the time, then is there is growth really happening? So I love that you're and then is love, love really happening? Because right, love right. isn't always, right? I can mm-hmm. love you, but you might do things differently in life than me and think differently in, in life and whatever. It doesn't, mm-hmm. love is love, right? Yeah. So it's it's those things that we could all use a clearing from this. Yeah. And that's where I'm so grateful for the, the growth and the discovery and the work that we do internally mm-hmm. because it does help us identify this, clear this, you know, and, and I'm able to find the love and the good in people, even when they're mm-hmm. passing judgment on me. Cause yeah. the line I repeat to myself is they're doing the best they can mm-hmm. with their abilities. And that yeah. could sound bad, but I take it as a good thing. Right. Totally. Oh, I think it's a good thing for sure. I mean, if we, if we approach every interaction we have like that, imagine how much different, I don't know, imagine how much different the world would, we could literally talk about that all day. Um, so thank yeah. you for that. Clearing. But at least we're clearing that. I'm clearing yeah, that. We're clearing it. It's and out. It all- it's in the world. <laughs> um, okay. So when I look at somebody like Debbie Neal, I see this powerhouse of inspiration, somebody that I can go to any day, any moment, any second, and just like 
have a mindset shift just by listening to anything you put out into this world. And I know that that is something that you've built over many years. And so I kind of want to start with this question of, have you always been as like confident and passionate and this human that we see now every day? I mean, if you're listening to this and you don't know who Debbie Neal is, I mean, you're going to go listen to her podcast as soon as we get, as soon as you're done listening to this one, you are going to go listen to Level Up with Debbie Neal because you will see what I mean. But have you always been like this or was there a moment in your life where you went, oh, that's, that's where I'm going? That's a great question. And I, you know, I've reflected back on my life several, several times. And I think as we we grow, I don't want to say get older because we're not getting older, we're getting better. But as we get older in life, we tend to look back a little bit more in appreciation. We find the lessons that we didn't see before. We were able to find the growth that we didn't see before. So my answer would be no, I wasn't always that person. I'm turning 50 this year and it took 50 years to grow where I am today. And it's going to take me another 50 years to to grow where I'm going to be in the future. So the answer to that would be absolutely no. And I think that should be encouraging to everybody in this world because a lot of times we see somebody or something and we think, well, we weren't born like that, so we can't be that. And you certainly don't need to be me. You don't need to be Danielle. You were born to be you, to be the best version of you. But I've become who I am today through adversity, through lessons, through hard. Like we've all seen hard and there's all different degrees of hard. What, what, you know, I, I look back on some of my hards in life and I'm, I thank God that I haven't experienced some other things, right. That are hard Mm -hmm. to other people. Like I know my hards would be easy to some people walking through, but they were hard at the time. And Mm -hmm. so you grow through them and you don't come out the other side the same way you went in. And, and in life we have an opportunity while we're in that space to learn from it and mm-hmm. become different or sit there and feel smaller or feel like a victim or feel like we're a product of our circumstances when i i'm a i i'm i'm a very big person of faith and i've grown it a lot this year because there was something that i grew through a year ago that it took me quite a bit of time to find the lesson and now i actually thank god every single day because i believe nothing's done to us it's done for us and one yes. of the things for me was find my journey back to god and so that's kind of a long-winded answer, but no, I've not always been this person. But it was a deliberate decision to become this person. And I think no matter where we are in our life, if it's some place that we don't love or it's some place that we're we're in this growth pattern, both things are a deliberate decision. We make a decision to move forward and to learn and to expand in our space. A hundred percent. I think what you just said really struck me where you said I grew through my moments of adversity and hard. I think that when somebody sees somebody who is seemingly at the top of their game, right? I'm sure if somebody asked you, if you you thought you were at the top of your game, I'm sure you would say, I'm just getting started. However, it's easy to see somebody and say, oh, that person has everything. That person knows what they're doing. That person, you know, has gotten there. But it's interesting that you say through adversity, because I really do feel like that's something that people miss is that, and I I agree. I mean, I've been through so much in my life and people go, well, how do you, how do, how do you just like get through things? And it's not like I just get through things. I've trained myself to see hard as not the end of the world, not the end of the journey, but part of the journey. So can you talk a little bit about some of those moments of hard along, you know, you've, you've, you started, you started a pretty successful business. How many years ago? 
15 years ago. Yeah. So there's been a lot of journey in there. And and so there you, was a lot of journey before that. You know, when I yeah. look even at my business and the business that I'm in, my results are not typical. They are not average, right? But I didn't just start my business and grow to the top in the time there. I, it was a journey for 36 years, right? And one of the things I can think of, which does tie into your question, what's a hard and so, you know, maybe one day I'll put this in a book. Maybe one day the details will come out. Um, but I believe it's all going to be in God's timing. But was, there was a point in my life at 21 years old that I saw hard in the face. I actually, if the devil had a face, I saw him mm-hmm. and it was hard. And I was um, in the hospital for three days. And it was a time in my life that I thought, if there really was a God, why wasn't he present? Why wasn't he there? How could mm-hmm. this happen? And that was followed by a doctor walking in and saying, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but you're, you're never going to be a mother. Those Mm. that the, it's not possible. It's not, or it's not probable. Okay. And based on this data and based on the situation, it's just not in the cards, but look on the bright side, you're here (laughs) and, and all of those things. So that was an infliction point for me because obviously life is a blessing. But that moment prepared me for when somebody were to look at me and say, this is not probable, okay? So when you've Mm. seen hard, nobody was going to come to me and say, it was hard to build this to the top. Mm -hmm. I was prepared for that moment. I could eat hard for breakfast. And so it was about two or three days of tears and basically saying, well, okay, so how am I going to move forward in this life? Even though like being a mom at that point wasn't on my radar, but it was always in my thoughts. It was always something that I just assumed was going to be a natural progression in my life. So here I am at an affliction point. Do I deal with my new reality or do I create my reality? Mm. And it was at that point that I made a decision and I said, I'm actually, I don't know if you've ever seen Men in Black. You ever see the movie Men in Black? Oh, yeah. So, you know, like they have that like bleep, bleep, like you erase your memory. Like you didn't, you didn't see this. You didn't see the aliens. Nothing happened here. I was like, okay, this is like a men in black moment. I'm going to bleepy myself. That conversation never happened. The doctor didn't say that. I'm erasing the odds. I'm erasing all of it. And I am going to affirm right now that I will be a mother. No matter what comes my way, I will be a mother. And so I lived in that affirmation Mm. versus the evidence and the circumstances and the probability. So at that point, I didn't think, oh, maybe this is going to be the reason that I'm going to be successful in a business that I'm going to start in, you know, 15 years. But how we do anything is how we do everything. So at the time, that seemed hard. But you know what? I don't, I know. I shouldn't say I I don't know. I wouldn't be a mom of four if that didn't happen. I would have been a mom of two and and that still would be a blessing, right? Whether it was everybody, but I always had in my mind, I'm going to be a mom and I'm going to have two children. I'm going to be a mom and I'm going to have two children. I'm going to be a mom and have two children. And so then all of a sudden I was like, I, now that I've got this window, I'm not stopping the miracles, right? After years of whatever. So maybe if I wasn't brought to my knees, Bailey and Ryan wouldn't be here today. There's there's always a reason, but we mm-hmm. can't see it in the pit. We can't see it in the valley. We feel sorry for ourselves. We feel, I mean, I felt like a victim. I felt, I, I, there was a whole array of things, but I look back now on something just like that. God had a really big plan for me 
And I believe he puts his biggest soldiers through the biggest tests so we could have the biggest impact in the world. And so we're constantly growing through and proving our worthiness because influence is power, right? And so how are we going to use that power for the good, for the better? And so everything is preparing us for the next level in who we're going to be in this life. Do you think that when you are, I mean, this is no pun intended, but when we are leveling up in our life, do you think that God, the universe, whoever it is that you pray to, do you think that they're testing you? Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm going to record a podcast today. You know, I'm weeks ahead, so it's going to come out a while ago, a, a while from now. But I'm going to be really honest and vulnerable in this episode without giving all of the details, but beginning of 2020, got on my knees. Pray to God, I am ready for the next level. I'm here, I'm ready, I'm willing, I'm here. And the first few months, and, and, and forget about COVID. COVID was not what I'm talking about here, okay? But there, were, there was something professionally and personally that I was like, you have, this was not what I prayed for. This was not my vision. This was, I don't, like, you go through a whole bunch of emotions. And after, like, you, like two get or three, God, you get God on speed dial. You're like, excuse me, sir. I think, I think maybe we misunderstood each other. At, I, I was moment. like, I've, I've paid my dues. This, who, you're forgetting me. Remember right. me. But we hear this. So when we pray for something, we in our mind, think of what that would be. So like when I prayed for the next level, I had a vision of what that would be. What was the next level for me? But the answer I got was, okay, if you are ready for the next level, I'm going to lead you to the next level. And so it begins, you need to learn things and experience things and grow through things and become things in order to level up, no pun intended. Okay. And by the way, that podcast was born out of that, was born out of that. Um, and so through that experience, I learned so much and I'm better because of it, but it was not what I thought I was praying for, but it was, I've leveled up as a result, but in order, you know, there's, there's, we don't always know what we need to level up, right? The the Danielle of who you are today, if, you, if you're really on this mission to grow and expand and become and to influence and to touch lives and, and empower people to be more, you have to go through tests. You have to expand in your space because if we stay the same, then we can only teach the same, right? We have mm-hmm. new, we don't have new levels of anything. So mm-hmm. I, I a thousand percent believe when we level up, it's because we're, we, we fell down and we, it's the, the gifts are in the valleys. Like when you're mm-hmm. in the darkest times in your life, there is an opportunity to, that's when we could say we believe. We could say we have faith. We could, mm-hmm. we could say we believe in the law of attraction. We can, mm-hmm. we can say this all we want, but we don't really know mm-hmm. until we're in, an, in a situation that if we really believed in God why would we feel this way? If we really had faith, why would we be feeling so fearful? Why Mm -hmm. would we not trust if we had like unwavering faith is you've got me, I could fall, you're going to catch me. So Mm -hmm. the answer to your question is yes. 
It's yeah. I, you know, you know, and then I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've heard me say this, if not my, my dad passed away in January and that was a huge moment where I had that moment that you were talking about where you go, okay, this isn't, this isn't what I was talking about when I asked for, you know, to level up or I asked for like the new, the next thing, like, this isn't what I was talking about. Obviously, I'm not a Christian. I do believe in law of attraction. I do believe in like the powers of the universe. I believe in faith. I believe in all of these things and spirituality. And I definitely know what you're talking about when you have this moment of, okay, okay, I'm doing the work. I am doing the work. I know that I I just have to stay faithful. And I know that I just have to, I, I just have to trust that it's going to be okay, that this is what I prayed for, even if it's not happening the way that I thought it would. And so I, I really take your words to heart because I, I know that feeling. I'm in that season of my life right now where I go, okay, it's not quite what I thought. And I know that I am headed to that next level, however I'm going to get there and however much it's going to hurt on the way there. I do know that it's part of the plan. And if I really am a person who believes in unwavering faith, I have to trust that. There's so many people that sit here and they listen to this podcast. I'm sure people that listen to your podcast and they go, I just feel stuck. I just feel like I'm in a hopeless position and I don't know how to get out of it. Obviously, I'm sure you've had those moments. And what would you say to somebody in that position? Here's the thing. We've all had those moments and that's why it's so important to do the work. And so when we say the work, no matter what business you're in, no matter what job you do, there's work attached to that, right? But that's not the work I'm talking about. The way we are able to do work is doing the internal work, right? Feeding the heart, feeding the soul, growing our leadership. So yeah, I've absolutely had those moments, but here's the thing. When you grow your leadership, you're able to bounce back a lot quicker. Like when I think of some obstacles in my business, there were a few, I, I look back now, I could actually do like a whole comedy skit. There was stuff at the time that I thought was so big and so devastating. And I was so emotional and I didn't know who to call. I felt like calling 911. How could this happen? But it's because I was so small in my level of leadership. I might've had the letters but it doesn't mean I had the experience and I had the wisdom. I was, I would go to panic mode much like today. I was like, like, it doesn't even phase me. Like it's just part of it. It's all good. So as we grow, as we do the work, we stay in those places much quicker. We get out of those places, I should say, much quicker. And that's why what we feed our mind with, what we feed our soul with, the affirmations, all of that stuff we do, we're feeding our subconscious mind right? So if you're doing stuff on the outside, but your subconscious mind is saying, you're not worthy, you can't get up, you can't recover, you'll never have kids, you'll never succeed, these are your odds, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, you don't know enough people, you're that, you're that, you're this, then no, you don't, you don't step forward because your subconscious is like, well, why put in the effort? It's not you, right? And so our subconscious actually runs our lives. We think that it's the conscious thinking. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Um, I'm happy. I, you know, I need a moment of clearing. Th these, these are the conscious thoughts that come out of our mouth. But the subconscious thoughts are actually what runs our life. And until we reprogram our minds, and that's what's so great. This is like a whole other thing. But the more work we do, see, I'm a mom. Danielle's a mom. You might not be a parent, but when you do the work on yourself, 
you now have the ability to have the ripple effect around you to remind people how they too can rise up and become more. There is always hope. Every single one of us, we were born with self-confidence, okay? Mm -hmm. If you think about it, and I'm doing an episode on that today also, that like only, we don't, we don't grow, we can grow it over time, but it's something we're born with, but we choose to diminish it or grow it. Like if you think of a kid, they they think of what they say, think of what they do. Think of like, they would go to the edge of a cliff if you didn't call your son back and say, no, 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 that's dangerous. He has so much self-confidence. He probably thinks he could fly, right? He does think he can fly. He can fly? No. Oh yeah. He can fly. He can move. He can, has x-ray vision. He has more confidence. He tells you he's 35 and he means it like he, yeah, there's, there's no sliver of self-doubt in that child. And that's one, because he was born with it, but two, because he's surrounded by it. And so the way we speak to our children, right, is either building that self-confidence or diminishing that self-confidence. So the work we do on us is my point. It has a ripple effect because when we don't do the work and it's, it's a choice, our choices become our kids' consequences. A hundred percent. You couldn't have said that any better. I, I have that conversation all the time, even with my son's dad, because, you know, we have slightly different schools of thought. We're different humans. And I am always so authentic with Owen. And I make sure he knows that I, I support him in no matter what he wants. And I will also try to keep him safe. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to see a five-year-old with that much self-confidence. And then you, it's, you know, we diminish that over time, like you said, and society kind of diminishes that over time. I feel like, you know, he, he'll go places and they'll say, oh, you know, like, let's, let's not, let's not do that. Or, you know, let's tone it back a little bit. And so we learn over time to not be, you know, self-confident. We learn how to let our subconscious be negative all the time. That's also a learned thing. So it's almost like you got to spend time unlearning that. And that I think is what you're talking about with that. You have to work on the inner, the inner, that inner child of you that, you know, at some point was told, no, stop, slow down, shrink yourself, be smaller you have to unlearn that, right? I mean, think about it. Think about how many times a child hears no as they're growing up. Don't touch that. No, you can't eat that. No, you can't do that. No, you can't go near the edge. No, you can't eat, you know, cereal at 11 o'clock at night. No, no, no. So it's, it's that they become a product of the no. So they start expecting knows in life. Now, I was also that parent. I, I I was a little bit on the stricter side, you know, like, and, and I don't say this to pass judgment. I was one of those parents. My kids were in a stroller till their feet dragged on the floor, dragged on the floor. I was not going to be a mom chasing their kid around in the mall. I see it all the time. Power to you. Not happening. I was that mom. We went out to dinner. Nobody got out of their high chair. Nobody. Mm -hmm. And so every now and then they would see a kid like running around the restaurant and they'd be like, but they're allowed. I'm like, well, good. Like we do, we don't do it. And so they would hear the word, but instead of no, it would be like, we don't do that. We love going out to dinner. And we, you know, like my children have been going out to dinner since they're two weeks old. And so there's standards, there's expectations, and there's a way that you can answer it without, it's not a scolding. It was a, I'm bringing them up. I'm instilling them with values. When when they're a parent, they could do anything they want to. I was I wasn't that parent that locked all my cabinets. I would just say, "These are your toys. 
you know? And so I definitely was a strict parent. Everybody was in bed at 8.30. I was kind of like a drill sergeant. Oh, same. Because I needed my space. I I wasn't a parent that had a child sleep with them. Does it make a right or wrong? My friends do it. I'm like, love you. I needed my space. I needed my private time. Like there is the way I'm a good parent is to be a good human first. And that type of space for me is really important. I would say that. I mean, that's even me with, you know, I... I work my business. I teach at SoulCycle and, you know, I get the question all the time, well, don't you wish that you could just like be home all day with your kids? And I say, well, I I am home with my kid a lot of the day and I love my child. My son is my world and being a mom is not enough for me. And that always kind (gasps) of like that really hits people. And I said, no, 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 don't, don't take offense to it. Don't let that trigger you. If that is enough for you, then how amazing that you've found your life's work and you're doing your life's work. How amazing is that? For me, that's not my life's work. That's part of my life. And it's made me, it's the greatest adventure I've been on. And you're going to bed at eight o'clock because I need my time. And mom is going to go into her office and I have to do some work today and you're going to entertain yourself and you're going to be okay because you're five and you are, I'm raising you to be an independent human who can think for yourself, you know, and we don't, I don't lock cabinets either. I, I never have. And I know that there, I have friends who's like, no, I have to lock the cabinets. I'm like, well then yeah, then you know your kid. And like, how beautiful is that? You know, I was also that parent and we could do a whole thing on this. Like I, if my kid napped at two, nothing wrong with it, but I wasn't like, I can't, Danielle, I can't come over till three 30 cause they're napping. You want to get together at two? Let's roll. They're going to mm-hmm. sleep wherever they go. Like I'm, I run my life. And my kids are just, they go with the flow. And as a result, they go with the, like, they would just sleep wherever we went. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, so again, we probably could do a whole thing. We could do a whole on, mom. And podcast. it's not a judgment thing. What no. works for somebody else might not work for me. And the reason I started my business, Danielle, is because being a mom wasn't enough for me. I wasn't. And, and so people can take that and, be, and, and taken back. But you see, the way I'm able to mother the way I mother today, and I'm certainly not saying I'm perfect. We're all imperfect humans on a journey to be better. That's the way I feel. Okay. But the reason I am the mother I am today is because I'm engaged. I'm, I feel passion. I feel energy. I have discipline. I reach for goals. I'm committed to growth. And so I have bigger conversations with my kids because I am, you can't love another, anybody, a partner, a child, a friend, till you are filling yourself up and loving yourself. And so I wasn't feeling that way. So I didn't have enough to give properly till I started at the root. Same. That's, I mean, that's the same reason I started my business. And obviously if you know Debbie and I, you know that we work in the same business (laughs) and that's exactly why I did. I was teaching, I was doing nothing but teaching soul cycle coming home. I was exhausted all the time and I, I needed something for me. And I want to, you know, I want to talk a little bit about this because I know that you, you have input on this. Uh, So many moms want to start things for themselves, whether it be a side business or even a workout regimen. You know, they want to go to Pilates four days a week. They want to have a girl's night with their friends a few nights a week, whatever it is. And then there's this guilt that comes with being a mom, right? And you you and I talked about this a little bit, and I would love to hear from where you sit. You've obviously built an incredible business over the last 15 years. You motivate people on a global scale. You have this incredible podcast. You also have four amazing children, amazing children who are grown and they are 
you know, such incredible, incredible beings on this planet. So talk a little bit about the mom guilt and, you know, is it real? What'd you do with it? Um, first of all, I think guilt in, in general is a real, real thing. Okay. And I've experienced all different levels of guilt in my life. And I don't know if it's women feel it more. Maybe it's like a hormonal thing, like things, they just touch our heart. So we feel, I don't want to speak for men, but I do feel that women do feel it more. And so when we talk about mom guilt for this business, for any business, okay, whether you said Pilates, building a business, job, anything. Okay. So number one, I started my business to be a better mom. And here's the thing. We all have different goals in life. My goal, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with everything that I have. And it doesn't mean I'm going to um, do it 24 hours a day. Okay. So, but I casted my vision from my family. So it was really clear. Now, one of the things I sat up at night was how am I going to pay for college? How, what is that going to look like? I have four children. I'm blessed with four children, but like, you don't realize that's four educations. It's for this. It's for four. Okay. And I wouldn't trade it for the world, but you, I start to think at 35 years old, 36 years old, how is this going to be paid for? If we're having debt now, how, how, how? And then I was introduced to a business and then I saw what was probable, right? And I mean, what was probable, but I also saw what the potential was. What if I injected sick work ethic and time and effort and all things, what could I produce for my family, for my children and for the lives of other people? And so whenever I would feel, oh, I'm not home two nights, you know, to tuck them in or do whatever. I would, I had a list in front of me. What, what was I on a mission to create for my family? Now this is, other people might not be on this mission. Okay. There's nothing wrong with children paying for their own college education. There's nothing wrong with student debt. So please realize that what comes out of my mouth is not a judgment because what's important to me might not be a priority to you. Right. But it was once I saw what was possible, I was like, what if my children never had a student loan? What if I was able to pay for college with ease? What if when they get married and who knows what weddings are going to cost if, you know, I was able to provide? What if we could have a beautiful home and a second home and all of these things and go on vacations? I don't know about Owen, but my kids love to travel. They love. love and I think traveling the world is one of the wealthiest things you can do for your mind and your spirit. Like I think life is filled with moments and memories and moments become memories really quickly. So long story short is that every time I felt guilt, I was like, I'm, I have a choice. We always have a choice. Everything's an exchange. Okay. I made sacrifices to build the size of the business that I had today. Everything's an exchange. Nothing comes for free. Nothing in this world is free. Are you willing to pay the sacrifice, the price, the exchange? But for me, I'd rather say, I know mom, I'm not going to be here. And I was very clear. I never said I'm sorry for not being here because I was doing it for them. It all depends the energy you deliver it in. And so they knew they were involved. They had goals. They were excited to go on trips. But every time I felt a little bit of mom guilt in my heart as I was driving away and I saw like Tyler with his face pressed up against the glass, okay, I would think, what am I going to feel more guilty of? explaining to my four-year-old that mommy has to go to or is going to a meeting. We don't have to do it. I chose to do it. That's another thing. Okay. We have guilt when we say we have to. We don't have to do anything. I made a deliberate decision, a conscious, educated business decision to do these things. Or I could look at him and say, do you remember when you were four and you cried? I did want to pull away because I love you so much, but sweet boy, 
your college is 50 grand a year. I hope you loved puzzle night. Okay. I hope you loved puzzle night. It's so real. That is so real. You have loans, sweet boy, but we did puzzles five nights instead of two. Please remember that when you're paying it off. Uh So again, that's not a judgment. That was something that I looked at all the time. And I was like, yep, I'm good. I got it. I'm so excited. I'm so proud. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. So guilt, I was going to feel guilty either way, which would hurt more. Mm. And it was a choice I made every day. And I'm proud of that choice. And I stand in that choice. And now that my daughter just graduated college, she's like, I am so grateful you made that choice. She doesn't remember the night she cried. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to Brooke and she is just so proud of you. And it just really does show that we all have mom guilt. We all have guilt. We also all have intuition as mothers and we all know our kids better than we think we do. And so when we make these decisions when they're young, it's because you've got to trust that you know your children are going to be okay. And, you know, you look at your, you look at, I mean, Brooke is a perfect example. You look at her now and it's like, she definitely, she definitely does not remember the nights that you went and you did your business and, you know, she stayed home. And you know what? Think of this too. How about the guilt of not playing full out? How about the guilt of not showing your children what's really possible? All right. How about that guilt? Talk about the mindset of your kids after seeing you, you know, talk about that a little bit. I'm sure your kids have incredible growth mindsets. They have, they do. And I have to say my greatest joy, my greatest accomplishment, my greatest achievement is my babies and they're smart and they're the greatest quality they have is kindness. They're kind. That's the one thing the teacher always says when there's somebody left out, when there's somebody being bullied, when there's somebody that's excluded or the fingers are pointed, it's a Neil kid that steps forward. And I tell my kids, I'm so grateful for your grades and every merit you've gotten and every award and trophy, but that is the greatest, Mm -hmm. greatest character trait that you could ever, ever, ever have. But they believe, so they're kind, they're decent, they're inclusive, they're, they have empathy for people, they, they, and they believe that anything is possible. You know, my daughter's in my business. She's a vice president. My son, my, my little twins, my little twins, my, my, they're, they're, Ryan's taller than me. He's going to be 17 years old next month. He's been running an online business since he's 13 years old. You know, it's, they're learning how to make choices. They're learning. Even the other day, he was like, you know, I, he, he likes to play golf five days a week. It's an expensive habit, you know? And he's like, I don't know if I should play because I can't afford it. I go, don't even let those words come out of your mouth. Okay. Let's talk about this. Can you really not afford it? He's like, no, I have the money. I just, do I want to continue to spend that much money? I go, well, what's important to you in life? Is it the moment? So what are you willing to do to create more abundance to do? We don't shrink back. We level up. And so we have, you know, these conversations. I can remember a conversation between Tyler and Ryan. We're going back like five years and Tyler came home and he's like, I just made, I don't know, 60 bucks refing. And Ryan was like, I just made 500 bucks on, you know, selling sneakers. And, and Tyler was like, well, that's not a real job. And Ryan's like, why? Because I wasn't out trading my time for money. And he was like 11 years old, you know, on his, on his, so it's just fun to watch them challenge each other, you know, and Tyler's like, but 
you never left the house. And Ryan goes, exactly. And you did. And so, and I was just sitting there reading and I was like, oh, this is amazing. It's just, Debbie, it's, Neal. Debbie Neal sits in the corner and sips her tea. I'm like, <laughs> you know, they're just, they're challenging each other. They're, they're expanding their mind. They're just, it's, it's, it's a blessing to watch. And as we grow, we challenge, we have conversation, you know, it's just, it's, it's the greatest title I've ever had is mom. Yeah. And I'm yeah, very and grateful that I didn't listen to the odds and a professional who knew better than me. And I would tell that to anybody, whether it's business or whatever, don't you dare let anybody diminish your dreams or take away your power because with the right mindset and the right effort, you could do anything. I could have walked away at that moment and said, okay, well, how am I going to live my life? My new life, my new norm, right? There's some things you can't change. You can't change losing your father. You can't change that right? That's a little bit more definite, right? It, but but this is, it, it seemed definite, but it's only definite if I believe that. Well, and even if something is definite, like losing my father, I have a crossroads. One of the things, one of the greatest gifts my dad ever gave me was the ability to not take no for an answer. If there's something that I really wanted in this life, if there's something that I was really passionate about, I owed it to myself to go and chase it. And he, my whole, his whole life provided a space like you have for your kids, for me to be able to go out and try things and fail and try again and fail and never judged me for it. So here my dad dies and I, it's easy it would have been easy. I think sometimes it would have been easier in the moment, not in the long run, of course, but in the moment, it would have been easier just to be like, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to go crawl into my bed and I'm not going to move and I'm just going to drift away and that's it. And that in the moment felt like the easier decision. However, what a disservice to my dad, the person who had given me everything and made sure that I was able and equipped to live the life that I wanted to. And actually, when if we're talking about our business, he was the reason I started this business in the first place. So who would I be to not pick myself up and dust myself off even when it's hard to do so? Because I think that we get into our, you know, I, I think this is the biggest, the biggest thing with a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. If, and I know you have a whole episode on this, so go listen to her episode about this because it's incredible. For me, growth mindset in this season that I'm in is allowing my heart to break and continuing to wake up every day and see what is meant for me along this path. That's the growth mindset. It's not ignoring the fact that my dad died and I'm heartbroken and I will never, ever be able to fill that hole. It's letting that be and I have, I have a purpose here and I'm not done yet. A thousand percent. And when I, I didn't know your dad, but here's what I also love about social media has so many pros and so many negatives, but I, you shared quite a bit of your dad in his, in the time. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I could remember you posted a, I don't know if it was a picture or a video of like him on a bike and he, video, a video, and he just looked so happy and so jolly is the word that I, that, that came to my head. And so I, I believe that God always knows when, you know, our time is up. And it was like, you had more belief breathed into you and cheerleading and all of these things that some people don't have in a lifetime. And like, what if it was five years earlier? Maybe you would have never started your business. Maybe, you right. know, there's so many things that you're blessed with. 
mm-hmm. and it, it's growing. Our, our heart breaks in order for it to grow. Yes. Our heart breaks with every time I think of the things I've really grown through, my heart was broken last summer. Bro- it was shattered. My mm-hmm. heart was broken quite a few times in my life. But love is this amazing energy that never dies and it's always there and it always mm-hmm. fills that space. And so it just, the heart comes back and it is, yeah. it's growing from that and inspiring people, taking that pain and sharing the memories and learning, you know, th- what yeah. you can share with, with other people. Yeah. Because your what you have gone through is undoubtedly you being able to live through it and to push through it and to become who you are today has undoubtedly given other people permission to do the same. 100%. I want to know five years from now, some some big goals you have. Wow. Okay. So five years from now, my goal, number one is to be in the hearts of millions and millions and millions of people. And so one of the, the main things that I love about the podcast and doing podcasts is, and it did come out of it is all I heard last summer is your voice was made for more. Your, your voice was made for more. You love what you do. You help, you help where you are, but your voice was made for more. And so I've just been taking a journey. I, I read Bob Goff stuff. I, I read so many books that I'm like, my, so my, my goal five years from now is for as much of this earth that I could get in the hearts and the souls of people, as much people on this earth. So whether it's the opportunity to be on podcasts like yours, be on podcast, like just whatever I, 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 when I go to bed at night, I'm like, God, just lead me the way. Who am I supposed to see? Who am I supposed to impact? Who am I supposed to touch? Who am I supposed to inspire to be more? Who am I supposed to like, I want to build a legacy that's so big and so wide and so full of love that when I'm like 180 and I'm not on this earth anymore, that I will have infected enough people with love and possibility that it will live on forever and ever and ever. Like I know that that's my purpose in this world. And as a byproduct, there will be, of course, there's always the materialistic things too, right? Like I want to travel. I want, I just bought a second home. I want another home. I, I, I want beautiful things, but that's all going to be a byproduct of becoming, right? Yeah. Who I'm yeah. meant to be in this world. And it took my heart to be broken for God to say, you're playing too small. You're not serving enough people. You're not giving enough. And there's this this saying, what we don't appreciate, we lose. He had to take away from me things for me to see they were just things. They were just things, but there's a bigger purpose in my life. And so for the next five years, every single day, it's how many people can we touch? How many people can we get in front of? How many people can, maybe now when they'll go to bed and they'll put their head on the pillow, I can be more. This, mm-hmm. I we talk about growth and fixed mindset. I, I, it's not what I was born with. You weren't born a certain way. You weren't born with certain abilities and talents and rights and privileges, right? I mean, we're born into different classes and different incomes. And like, I get all that. I want to be respectful of all that. However, I do believe we can learn traits. We can learn skills. We can grow ourselves. I want people on this earth to know they can be and become and do anything that they put their mind to. Tell us about Level Up with Debbie Neal. You just hit a huge milestone. I did. I did. So, and you know what? Here's what I love about it. First of all, I'm a numbers person. But so we did a week or two ago, go past 100,000 
downloads, which was pretty cool because it was our 23rd episode. And I, I don't even know if that's average. I, I don't even know, to be honest with you. I'm running my I'm own pretty race. pretty sure it's we above average, Deb. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. Thanks, sweetie. But that's our goal, right? We, we're not average. That's why we are where we are professionally. We're not average. But what makes me excited about that is that means over 100,000 times somebody let my voice in their heart. They're opening mm. up their mind for more because here's the thing. I don't, I don't want the world to be taught division. I don't want the world to be taught that anybody is less than. I don't want the world to believe that success is possible for some and not possible for others. I want us to be united. I want us to be on a mission. I want us to be, you know, believe that prosperity is our birthright. I want the good to drown out the negative and the evil. And so every time I see that number goes up, I'm like, that's one more time somebody is listening to something, they're, 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 they're choosing positivity over negativity. So that's what that number represents to me. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations on that. 100,000, over 100,000 downloads. If you have not heard her podcast, it's Level Up with Debbie Neal. It's available. I mean, anywhere that you can get your podcasts. We love an Apple, we love an Apple podcast moment, but anywhere you listen to your podcast, make sure you go and listen to her because it will, um, it will change your life. It really will. Okay. Before I let you go, we're going to play a game. It's my game I play on every episode and it's called quick fire. So if you have one minute and I'm going to ask you as many, this or that pick one quick fire question. Oh, am I in this game? Oh yeah. You're playing the game. Oh, I'm playing. I was like, Oh, she's playing a game. All right. No, no, no. You're playing the game. <laughs> okay. I'm the game master. So if you get one minute, as many questions as possible, and you can't really explain your answer. You just have to give it to me. Give okay. it to the, give it to whoever's listening. All right. You ready? Yep. Favorite color? White. Best book you've ever read? The Secret. You're getting on a plane right now. Where are you going? Florida. Best piece of advice you've ever been given? Believe in the impossible. Uh, would you rather see a sunrise or a sunset? Sunset. Favorite tropical destination you've ever been to? Grand Cayman. Where do you see your daughter in five years? Out earning me. <laughs> I love that. Uh, favorite food? Oh, Italian. Would you rather go to the mountains or the ocean? Ocean. Would you rather have no cell phone reception for a month or no Wi-Fi? Uh, no Wi-Fi. Would you rather see somebody enter your life by way of heartache and then grow into a beautiful relationship or enter your life by way of a beautiful relationship and then end in heartache? First one. Grow in heart, come in heartache and then grow beautiful from there. I love that. That was a minute. You did really good. That's okay. a lot of questions. Amazing. You know, for somebody who does, who explains themselves and has very thorough answers, you are really good at quick fire. So, oh, good. Thank you for that. Okay. Uh, Debbie, I adore you. You know how I feel about you. For anybody listening, I just have to share a quick story before I let her go. I, when my dad died, I, she was one of the first people I heard from and she reached out and said like, if there is any way that I can, you know, assist you and your team and your business and like, just be there for you guys. And like, she did this amazing training for my team and it was so, so, so incredible. And it's just such a, you, you, you walk the walk and you talk the talk and I just can't thank you enough for 
for agreeing to be on this podcast. I know that so many people are going to hear this and just be filled up. And I know that's your goal in life. So I appreciate you and thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I mean, did I tell you or did I tell you that that was going to light your booty on fire? She's incredible. And there's just, after you talk to her, there's just no question how she is where she is. I look up to her in so many ways. I looked up, up to her as a mom. I look up to her uh, for her her incredible unwavering faith in the pursuit of her goals. I look up to her as a motivator. I look up to her as a speaker. I look up to her as a podcast host. I, there's just so many ways I look up to her and I just can't even express you know, how much gratitude I have for that interview. So I hope you loved it as much as I did. Next episode is Friday. We're going to be back for another unplugged episode. Like I said, share this with somebody. You know, if somebody needs to hear it, share it. If you want to talk more about this episode, you have questions, comments, concerns, or you just want to tell me how awesome you thought it was, or if it brought up or your favorite Debbie Neal moment, right? Um, make sure that you slide into my DMs and tell me all about it. You can find the podcast at On The Daily Pod. You can find me at, uh, uh, nope, at, you can find me at Danielle underscore On The Daily. You can find Debbie Neal on Instagram. Uh, you can find her podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I really hope that you um, take advantage of that and download some episodes because if you are into personal development and mindset and growth, it's a podcast for you. I promise. With all that, I hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are and we will see you on Friday. Y'all, two words, almond cow. If you haven't heard of it, where have you been? It's all over Instagram. It is the at-home nut milk maker that literally you press a button, easy cleanup. It takes two minutes and you have your own homemade nut milk. You can literally put any nut you want in there. It will just blend it right up and there's no added ingredients, obviously, because you make it yourself. We are obsessed with ours. We use it every single day. And if you want one, you can use my code. There's an affiliate link in our show notes, or you can go to Almond Cow's website and then use Danielle15 at checkout. That's Danielle15. Enjoy.